0: To Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, The Autistic Woman. This episode is about literal thinking and how people with Asperger's understand idioms. Virtually everything I've read says that people with AS are literal thinkers. I didn't realize that I'm a literal thinker. I thought I was more of a perfectionist about language. I thought people who used phrases or idioms did so because they didn't know how to say what they meant. People infer things that a person with AS might not necessarily pick up right away. For example, if someone says they're hungry, are they saying, let's go to lunch? Or are they saying, see you later, I'm hungry, I'm going to lunch. If you ever thought that be there in a minute literally means 60 seconds, Then you may know now, it means soon, but the timeline is indefinite. So does it mean now? Does it mean in 10 minutes? Does it mean whenever I get around to it? Do I try to find something to do during that so-called minute in case it means 15? Or do I just sit there and hope it means 60 seconds? Literal means we can't read between the lines or interpret things we find to be vague. We're literally interpreting life. One of the things I heard is that using things like idioms is more efficient. The frustration for me is, why don't people just say what they mean? Why aren't we already doing that? Someone I know said to me recently, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is rather redundant. And that's occurred to me as well. She said, doesn't the truth mean enough? Absolutely. So here are a few idioms that you can't take literally, and yet you can't figure out or deduce what they mean merely by the words. In essence, the meaning is implied. The cows in the ditch put a stake in the ground, a bird in the hand. Does that mean I've got this bird in my hand, and I'll trade you for those two you have in the bush? What if I have a sparrow in my hand? Am I going to trade you for two cardinals? I mean, I don't get it. I I know what it means now, but I don't understand how it became a thing. Can you imagine a literal person reading old poetry from the 1800s? How about having to read Shakespeare and interpret that? Another thing I ran into in high school was symbolism. The teacher would say, what was the symbolism in? The first time I heard that, I thought, what is symbolism? If something is a given, what does that mean? I've read that literal is the same as concrete thinking. Concrete thinking conflicts with abstract thinking. Literal thinkers are said to be concrete thinkers, and I don't mean the building material. It's also said that literal thinkers or concrete thinkers can't and don't think in the abstract. I have a personal objection to people with AS being called literal thinkers versus abstract thinkers. Creative thinkers, analytical thinkers, and critical thinkers are considered abstract. People with AS are usually high in all of these, yet we're accused of overthinking. I do agree that we use language literally, so it's with communication, in particular social communication, that we are literal. I'm an abstract painter, and for me it's a form of communication. Abstract painting is anything but literal, yet people who are considered abstract thinkers don't see what I see when I look at one of the paintings. When I paint, I see things as different abstract objects depending on my focus. The abstract thinkers only see shapes and colors. I might see a canyon, a pyramid, and a tunnel from one painting. An abstract thinker, I've found, just sees colors and shapes. Yes, AS can seem contradictory. A visual thinker is a literal thinker like this. In our communication, if someone says bird in the hand, we might see it literally. We're choosing from thousands of images of birds, of bushes, of hands. We know people use these phrases and they are not literal. And from a visual thinker's point of view, what about a picture is worth a thousand words? Hmm. just for fun here are a few more idioms blessing in disguise chip on his shoulder miss the boat the straw that broke the camel's back under the weather wrap my head around it costs an arm and a leg and i think that even literal people understand that this isn't necessarily meant literally certainly after the first few times we hear it we get it my grandmother used to say in polish i hope you get kicked by a duck And I was like, what, why is that an insult? And she said, because I hope you're so small or you go so low in life that a duck could kick you. In essence, a duck could reach you to kick you. That created a pretty interesting image in my mind. Truly, one of the things that people with AS are good at is seeing the whole picture. And others may think we're different, which leads to feelings of frustration. When I found out about AS and started to learn about it, I figured out that the feeling of panic I had and some of my mistakes were due to misunderstanding and assuming because others expected me to. Now, after these many years, I practice saying, can you give me more details? When do you need it by? I want to make sure I do this right, so do I... At one job I had, I needed an okay on something, so I asked my boss. My boss said, ask his boss. How would I do that, I asked him. After all, I was thinking, there is a chain of command. Well, I realized from past mistakes that I needed more information. What do I do with the letter, I said to him. And he looked shocked. So I went on, do I give it to you or... So as a person with A.S., I listen to the words for the purpose of forming a picture in my mind. Taking the sentence as a whole doesn't help because I still form that picture. And then I try to relate the picture to the subject, which can have hysterical results. Keep your eye on the ball. You're in the doghouse. I've always wondered why that's a bad place. The ball is in your court. That one is kind of funny because I always picture a ball in a tennis court. It's kind of just laying there and I'm, well, I know what it means now, but I still have that picture. Don't judge a book. As the crow flies, does anyone know how the crow flies or where? Take a rain check. Hmm, bless your heart. That's one of my favorites. It's raining cats and dogs. And I used to say, don't step in a poodle. Cat got your tongue. We're told that we lack a theory of mind which in itself is a vague phrase. Apparently, it means we don't have the ability to recognize that other people think differently and that we have a restricted view of the world. First, others apparently don't have a theory of mind either because they don't know what we are thinking, if that's the definition. They need idioms instead of speaking directly. So look these up and then maybe you'll understand. Here's a few that I checked a perfect storm. That means the worst possible situation. He who laughs last, laughs best. Means I'll get you back for what you did. Get me back? Go down in flames means to fail spectacularly. He's off his rocker. He's irrational. And I just can't stop yet. Here's an explanation I read recently about concrete, in other words, literal thinkers versus abstract. A concrete thinker can think about a dog. An abstract thinker can think about dogs in general. What about our visual minds? When I hear the word dog, my mind goes through a stream of visual information showing me one type of dog after the other. Am I thinking about dogs in general? I say I am, though consider that we could be looking for a dog in our minds in order to form a concrete picture. In doing so, are we thinking in the abstract? Is my pondering this due to concrete thinking? Is it possible for a concrete or literal thinker to think in the abstract? I think you'll like this. One source I read said, Concrete reasoning provides the solid foundation upon which abstract reasoning can be built. As I've heard idioms over the years, I have come to understand how they are used and what they mean. Being a visual thinker, if you say the ball is in your court, I will still see a tennis ball bouncing onto a tennis court, as I've said. At the same time, I know it means it's your turn to make a move and to be responsible. So, the debate continues. And I know there are people who maybe always take things literally. I've come to understand some of the ways people use language that is different from how I use it, or maybe just it's not literal, as I'd feel comfortable with. And as a lawyer and a judge, it's necessary for me to use language precisely. I know I'll continue to have challenges when it comes to these sayings and idioms. For me, a glass will never be half, empty. It's not possible. Well, now you have something to literally think about. If you have some favorite idioms or phrases, contact me on Twitter. I'm an autistic woman. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and be sure to check out some of the others.